Welcome to Story Chats at Inspi Romance. I'm Elizabeth Madry and I'm here with my I'm Narelle Atkins. I'm Valerie Comer. Deb Kastner is back with us today to talk about renovations and building contractors as heroes and heroines. Thank you for joining us, Deb. What is it about this topic that you find exciting? Um, for one thing, at least when I was writing, I found it to be um, a real source of conflict. Hmm. And I also... <laughs> Um, contractors as heroes is especially interesting to me because they seem like they're more alpha kind of guys so they can be sure yeah yeah they have ideas yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it all right so are we including like landscapers in this or are we just sticking straight to like they hammer and nail and saw that sort of contractor or you know where, where are your limits? What are, what are you thinking in terms of renovations and building contractors? Narelle, what do you think? What, do you have limits? Well, this was a topic I didn't have problems finding books for. So <laughs> I was able to um, narrow things down. So I think I'm pretty much sitting in the um, tradies area. Now, if I say tradies, do you know what I'm talking about? No. I do, okay, but I, so. I watch a lot of BBC. So. <laughs> yes, so I'm tradies... If, if you talk, if you're in Australia and you're talking about a tradie, that's like a plumber and a, a sparky, an electrician, don't know if you use that word either, um, a builder. So this sort of covers anybody that will come and fix something connected to a building. So it's quite a broad term. So if you hear me talking about tradies, um, I'm, I'm probably, that's maybe the equivalent of contra a contractor in your part of the world, possibly. It works. Okay, <laughs> cool. All right, Valerie, what about you? How'd you limit it? Um, I think we should do landscapers some other time okay. because there yes. could be lots of um, there could be lots of good stuff there. But to me, a landscaper would be not necessarily somebody working in new construction or renovations. It would be a separate thing. Mm -hmm. It could be at the same time, but it wouldn't have to be. And like Narelle, I didn't have any trouble coming up with um, books about tradies. <laughs> I didn't know that at the time. But um, yeah, people in the in the building trades who um, are either building new construction or doing renovations. So okay. yeah, I'm good so with I'm that. I'm out. Yeah. Deb, do you have restrictions? Are you good with um, that? Well, I kind of stretch just a little bit on one of <laughs> Valerie's books. Okay. Um, where they were doing, he was building, but you know, it's, it's all, all her lovely gardening books, uh, the urban romance thing. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Okay. I guess we'll get to that. We'll get to that. We're going to find <laughs> out where Deb stretched the rules just a little bit, but that's okay. That sounds good. All right. Um, so what is it, Deb mentioned one thing of them being a little more alpha, but what else, what else is it? Or what do you think, um, that makes these a good career for a hero or a heroine. And I think it's important to remember the heroines can have these jobs too. <laughs> uh, Narelle, do you have, what, what, what do you like about a contractor or a tradie? I just think there's so much scope to look at different things and um, tradies usually earn good money as well. So it's handy when your characters have money often in a book because then you've got more that they can do. 
So, um, and it's a great career and it's, I mean, one of the big conversations we've had in Australia has been um, probably in the last decade, there's been this enormous focus on university or college and getting educated there. And there hasn't been a lot of vocational training and a focus on tradies. So you end up with a shortage of tradies in different places as well. So I think bring back the tradies and make that popular and cool. And then my house will get looked after. (laughs) Perfect. Same thing is true in Canada. They, there was a big push 30, 40 years ago for men in particular to go into the trades. And then, um, and then oh, then it was all about getting a degree. And now they're screaming for, for workers in many of the trades. So, the, the U.S. Yeah. too. We have that conversation going on as well. Yeah. yeah. Valerie, what do you love about a tradie? I'm, I'm, we're totally calling them that now. If we're talking about the hero, which we often are, although your point is well taken, Beth, <laughs> um, they work a physical job. So their hands might get dirty, but they are often um, strongly built. They will have to have a muscle or two in good places for wielding hammers and saws and lifting lumber and all that. So, um, so you're not going to find yourself with a, a, a weak, anemic kind of hero if that's their job. And uh, again, it's great to have gender bending um, heroines as well because it's common and it should be more common for women to go into those lines of work. So it's great fun to include them and to show them as, um, even if they might not have the same muscle mass that they can still figure out how to get her done. So. Deb, you got anything more than the sort of alpha tendencies? Yeah, well, I was thinking (laughs) my husband was a carpenter, so that's that's one thing that kind of draws me in and you know (laughs) so was jesus for that matter so true yes Yes. good point (laughs) yeah i love it all right so we've got muscular sweaty men (laughs) which everybody wants right (laughs) like the nerds i still like the nerds but i i do like the tradies i'll i'll admit it too all right so we can jump in i think and talk books. We're just going to dive right in. Deb, you want to go first? Sure. Uh, my first book is called The Construction of Cheer by Liz Isaacson. Um, this one was really fun. It's, he was kind of like a on the ranch kind of cowboy guy, which everybody knows is kind of my favorite. Um, <laughs> it's the hero was Bishop, the heroines Montana. Um, it starts at a wedding that was just lovely. And it really, um, I thought, brought out the, the hero's compassion in the wedding um, right off the bat. You kind of feel for him. So, um, so what he does, he does cabin remodels. He does barn renovations, stuff like that. Uh, and the heroine comes basically literally knocking at his door looking for a job. She's a home designer, but she can't find work in that. So she's just doing whatever she can. And he gives her like, well, we have termites and we have mold, but she (laughs) takes it because she needs a job. Um, It's a really funny book. Um, I enjoy it. I laughed out loud a lot of times. The heroine has a teenage girl. 
Um, and That's she'll, always she good said, for laughs. Yes. Yeah, well, <laughs> dealing yeah. with a 13-year-old teenage girl myself, I, I really cracked up. She says, boys don't think the same way as girls, period, the end. <laughs> it's like, so true. Um, and they, there was one point where they were chasing a lizard around. It was, it was a really funny, cute book. That cool. sounds adorable. That sounds really adorable. All right, Valerie, what's your first one? Um, I'm going to go with a Lindsay Harrell for my first book. Uh, it's called All of You Always. Ben inherited his family in when his grandparents died. And he didn't necessarily want to own an inn, but here he is. And uh, he can't afford really terrific insurance. So it's really too bad about that earthquake that came along and did a lot of damage to his inn. So he's doing a lot of... Um, renovation and fixing up himself because he can't afford to hire it all out. The uh, heroine, Bella, has been sent by her real estate mogul mother to try and um, lowball offer on that damaged inn so that uh, she can add it to her collection, I guess, of seaside inns. And so Bella is there trying to get to know Ben and trying to figure out how she can basically steal his in with a lowball offer and he just refuses it. So there's a lot of conflict in there. She winds up pitching in and helping him with his renovation work because she needs an excuse to stick around because she's still under her mother's thumb, but she's trying to not be. And meanwhile, they're falling for each other and he doesn't know why she's there. So there's lots of drama, uh, but good, good drama, good fun. I really enjoy a lot of this uh, Walker Beach series by Lindsay Harrell. I read that one. I did not even think about it for this one because neither of them are professional. You know, yeah. I mean, there is a lot of renovation going on, but it's not their trade, so to speak. But I mean, it totally qualifies. I just, it did not. I figured it, it did didn't even think about it it's a cute it's cute um it yeah. is it is cute that's the first one in the walker i think walker beach i think it's I think the it's second cute. but i didn't write that down okay it is yeah all of you always okay so can look it up yeah it'll be in the notes <laughs> all right Narelle, what's your first one Okay, so my first one, which is the first book that came to mind if I'm thinking of tradie books, is All Arranged by Meredith Reski. So if you're listening on the podcast, this is the cover, if I can get it without the light on it. There this is go. what a tradie, look, a tradie looks like, if you're wondering. <laughs> so that's a, it's a safety vest. He's got on a, a yellow day glow safety vest and yes. a, a tool belt and shorts, which is a nice look with the tool belt. Great. We don't yes. uh, <laughs> We don't see the shorts and tool belts so much. Uh, yes. So, so that's a very Aussie looking cover. So that's all arranged by Meredith Reski. And it is the third book in her Luella Lindley series. And so um, Luella is a Regency romance author who is a meddling matchmaking mummy at the same time. And she wants all her children to have the same happily ever after her characters have. So this is the last one in the series. Oh my and goodness. Pete is... <laughs> So she's had success with the girls in the first books in the series went out to Pete. Now, um, he's 35. He's I think he's had three failed relationships. He was jilted a few days before the wedding by his last 
girlfriend and he has his own construction company but he's now living at home and feeling quite despondent and so um Luella gets the wonderful idea to put an advertisement in the classifieds in the newspaper wanted a wife so (laughs) yeah so she actually advertises to find the perfect wife for her son who is such a good catch and he's a lovely guy he's a really good hero and he's a tradie and as I said tradies make good money so he's got financial resources behind him and so the heroine in this story is Carrie and she's um, a very dedicated um, career orientated school teacher and so she really hasn't had time to think about marriage or children or anything um but then her sister's got um has children and she's starting to those mummy heartstrings are starting to get pulled of my biological clock is ticking etc etc and so her sister decides that sees this advertisement in the newspaper so this story is set in Adelaide in South Australia sees the advertisement and thinks oh this would be sounds quite good for my sister so what Pete does is he's like they've all had to indulge their mother and so he's given her this criteria list that he's convinced that nobody could ever meet for what he wants in a wife but of course as luck would have it um Carrie's sister reads it and thinks oh I think my sister actually ticks most of these boxes um and so the first meeting is between the families the families get together to meet and discuss whether they can arrange this marriage relatives the story is hilarious this whole series is hilarious although I will say this book did make me cry and it does have some um some heart-wrenching moments in it so have some tissues handy um but it is such a fun story with um the way this relationship progresses and it's effectively a lovely um sort of turn unique twist on the marriage of convenience plot in a contemporary and I'm a hard sell on marriage of convenience in yeah. contemporary books I go with it a lot easier in historical and contemporary has to be done very very well but this one is definitely a five-star read for me it's so much fun I've read the first one in that series and laughed yep. for hours as I read that yes. so it does not <laughs> the rest are on my list to to get I just yeah it does not surprise me she's she's fantastic <laughs> So yeah. um, the list, boy, they never, they never go down for every book I read, I add three more. Yes. Yes. Wine, wine, wine. <laughs> tough, tough problem to have. Tough problems to have, right? So my yeah. first one is um, A Honey of a Christmas by Jessica Patch. Um, and he, Tuck is a handyman. And first of all, I love that he's named Tuck because I just think that it, it's, it's so Southern holler, little tiny village, which is where this is set. So it's just perfect. You've got Tuck, the handyman who everybody knows. Um, and he's like, he steals, this is the second book in the um, the series. And I think he stole the first book. Like the scenes with Tuck in them were my favorite um, for I that. So I, I loved yeah. Tuck getting his own book. Um, he gets tasked to build a Santa's village for the winter festival, which is headed up by the woman that he considers the bossiest woman on the planet. And so it's, they've got sparks and they've got banter and um, it's just funny. I find that Jessica Patch's um, romance as opposed, she normally just writes romantic suspense. That's what she writes for love inspired suspense. But when she doesn't do suspense, she's just hilarious. I agree. And maybe her suspense is hilarious too, but I have not read 
her suspense. So, um, but her, um, her romance is hilarious. She's very, very funny. And um, I just, I love the, the clashing in this one and Tuck is just delightful. Yeah. So, um, so that's my first. Do you have another one, Deb? I do. I have a couple, actually. Um, The second one that I'm choosing is Valerie's book, um, (laughs) Wishes on Wildflowers. This is actually the first of the urban romances that I've read of Val's. Thank you. Loved. I loved it. I now got to go read all the other books in the series. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It's it's that's a whole new concept to me. So. I thought it was absolutely fabulous. Um, This one here is a second chance romance, Mm -hmm. which for me, a lot of times isn't done very well, but Val nailed it. She nailed it on this one. It was a very deep book. There were, um, these characters had some, you know, major issues, major problems that they had to work through. Um, They were working in Bridgeview backyards um building uh the garden beds yeah for for this so I felt like that kind of was enough to close enough totally (laughs) sure anyway what I really loved about this book um Nathan was super hot for one thing (laughs) so I couldn't see how Jasmine couldn't fall for him again but he's rocking the gray Henley yeah yeah right (laughs) (laughs) but what I really loved about this book was the redemption aspect the redemptive aspect Val you write the the Christian part of it you really were able to weave it in so well and so strongly that it just really moved my heart um I just yeah it was wonderful I think that's a strong suit of Valerie's books yes. in general is sure. her, her faith arcs are always there and they're always they're not preachy but they're not avoidable exactly <laughs> I, I don't like the preachy but boy yeah, yeah she nailed it on this one excellent and now you and they're relevant talk, I think oh yeah, yeah. And they are they're totally they're relevant, relevant. Yeah. yeah yeah so now that you're on the spot now it's your turn again <laughs> Well, let me just flip it over to Elizabeth Madry, which some of you may have heard of. No. A Heart Restored kicks off the Peacock Hill um, series, and Deidre buys a a Gilded Age mansion. And I can't remember if at the beginning she's determined she's going to flip it or if she's going to make an event center from the beginning. But there is definitely flipping in her sounds terrible it's flipping in her history um and um but the series it turns out that she does decide to keep it and run it as as an event center but um jeremiah is a a local handyman with a soft spot for the mansion so he has to just kind of tootle on by and see what's going on and what her plans are and if she's going to be good to the building and so forth, and and they do uh, they do spark a little romance, which maybe isn't so little. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you throw in Deidre's ex, who is a TV house flipper, and uh, you get a little bit of conflict out of that as well. And uh, there's some humor. And if you have not read the Peacock Hill series, you should go and start with this one. Yeah. Thank you. I like Deidre. 
<laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> and I like how she stays consistent through the series. Like she, her, her personality is her personality. Yeah. She's going to yeah. take no nonsense out of anybody. No. And yeah. she's, she's running the show in that fix in that fixer upper. And there's no doubt about who the boss is. So I <laughs> know why you were saying it's not yeah. just the guys who are the contractors, no. um, but she knows her stuff and she's not going to take any guff from people who think there should be a man in charge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Narelle, what you got? Oh, how did I miss that one from my list? <laughs> but anyway, I think this topic just has so many books. All right, my next one, yeah, my next one I'm going to go to is um, I'm going to talk about a series. So I'm going to talk about the Chapel Cove books. And Alexa Verde has two books, Love Me and Hold Me. And Love Me has the series starts with three friends who go back to Chapel Cove on their 40th birthday. Great. And so Christina is one of the three, the three friends. And so in Love Me, she's back in Chapel Cove after having a, a divorced and, yeah, she's basically gone back home to lick her wounds. And her brother, her twin brother, his name is Roman, has a building construction company. So she needs a job. So she decides to do a construction project. And, of course, the house where she does it is the hero's house in the story so that's a really fun one if you want to see a female in the tradie role and we're talking about there's not as many as the um blokes so if you want to see a lady do that role then um that's one to look at and then roman stories hold me and that happens there's been a, a flood in chapel cove and um the heroine in that book not only did her house get damaged but the pastry store that she runs got damaged as well and of course he's helping her sort of to to fix that so um those pastries yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not a bad deal is it no. <laughs> so yeah so those two I've sort of tagged into one but that's a fun series and Alexa's um books with the tradies are good that's cool fun. love it all right so my next one I'm going to do a, a date for Daisy by Tara Grace Erickson mm, yes uh, Lance is a contractor who Daisy has hired to help get the B&B, an old farmhouse turned into a bed and breakfast on the farm. Um, but she also is trying to do some of the things herself um, because she wants to be involved and also to save money. So like she falls through the ceiling at their first meeting and is kind of stuck halfway in the ceiling. It was an interesting meet cute in that one for sure. She's like literally dangling out of the ceiling. Dangling through the ceiling because wow. she was not um, not paying the attention that she should have been paying. Um, and so that that is a lot of the conflict is like, he's like, I know what I'm doing. Get out of my way. And she's like, I'm going to be involved in this. I'm going to um, help. Yeah, I'm going to help. I'm going to help. <laughs> Um, and so it's fun. And um, again, I think I wonder if it um, because, because the contractors do tend to be a little more alpha, whether that is that where the banter comes from, because all of them have sort of this banter um, that I'm thinking of. And maybe that's just what it is, because you've got these people who are so sure of themselves that, you know, it's either going to be screaming or banter. Right. Yeah. So. Um, but it's it's super cute um and the whole the whole bloom farm setup i think is yeah. fun uh if you haven't read that series yet uh this is a good one so all right we have time for a third round deb do you have a third one i do actually this one is my own 
opening her heart. (laughs) Um, It's part of my Winslow series with the service dogs. Uh, This particular one was especially fun to write. Um, Avery, the heroine, she finds a, what she wants to do as far as the service dogs go, she wants to open a bed and breakfast so that the people that come to get the service dogs can stay somewhere where the dogs can stay as well. Um, And so she finds what she thinks is the perfect property with the perfect house. And as she's there, for the very first time looking it over, um, up comes the hero, gregarious Texan Jake. And he works for a major company that uh, run, that puts in major ski lodges, like luxurious ones, um, that for the small town of Whispering Pines, is just gonna, it's just gonna mess up the whole uh, feeling of the small town. So he comes in and they are fighting with each other over what, and especially because he just wants to raise the house. He just wants to land and she thinks it's the perfect house. So they fight over that um, until the point where he realizes that his company isn't all that it was cut out to be. So I enjoyed that story, Deb. No, thanks. Yeah, that's great. Definitely. I need to, these are on my list as well. I just, that list. <laughs> that list. Yes. That list. Yes. <laughs> Valerie, what's next for you? Oh, I hate to pull one of my own here, but I'm going to um, Dandelions for Dinner. I reread, um, this is part of my original series that I reread in the fall as I prepare to uh, launch a new series in that location and Allison has come into some money after her parents death and she wants to build uh, a house and some classrooms on the the Green Acres farm and she hires Timber Framing Plus and she's met the owner and he's an older man that she feels she can respect and he will take care of things and on the first morning on the job his nephew shows up and she's not prepared for this nephew at all Um, but he's the one that's going to be heading up her project and it was so so much fun and when you said there has to be banter or whatever I there's a lot of other in this one where they're just like and um, yeah the, the bantering probably doesn't start until like three quarters of the way through because they're just she just is so demanding and kind of rude. And he's like, I'm just kind of, <laughs> just, I just here to build this place, you know, and he's trying to make her smile and she's having none of that nonsense. Um, but the, uh, the, the whole project, uh, it's, a, it's a huge part of the book is this, is this building process. And um, yeah, I don't know. I think Brent is pretty close to, the perfect contractor. Well, I like hero. Brent. Brent is fantastic. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, I'm yeah. I'm now sad that I didn't remember that one because that is a fabulous one. And so that now has to go back on my list to read again because it's on I'm, my list now. Yeah. <laughs> Brent, Brent is fantastic. He's a great hero. He's just yeah. a great hero. Yeah. I uh, I was pretty 
I was pretty impressed when I reread them myself. That sounds <laughs> terrible, but it had been years. I mean, that book came out in, I want to say 2015. Yeah. So it's been a long time since I revisited um, those characters. I, was like, I don't, oh, I don't know if fun. readers realize that sometimes we'll go back through and read our stuff, even like as editing, it's like, this is pretty good. I don't know who wrote this, but this is, this is and sometimes not... we read it and we go, oh my word. Well, yeah, there's a lot of that too. But, but sometimes this is not trash. I can do this. This is yeah. not so bad. Yeah. All right, Narelle, what's your last pick? Oh, okay. Well, it's like I need to toss a coin. <laughs> But all right, so if we had a chance to do four, I would have talked about this Wandering Heart by Janine Roche. But since I can only do three, I'll talk about my <laughs> Stubborn Heart by Becky Wade. And though I chose that one over Janine's one because I think he's, um, she's basically gone to Pennsylvania with her grandmother. She's a social worker who's burnt out and they, it's her grandmother's childhood home that they're restoring. And um, Matt is the contractor who they hire to be, he's basically in the house all the time doing the renovations and fixing everything up. And he's a widower who's still in love with his late wife. And he was a um, hockey NHL player, um, one of the greats who lost his wife to a brain tumour. I think it was brain cancer. It was really, really sad. And he's never got over that. So it was one, it's one of my, it's my favourite Becky Wade book. So I went back to that one. And they would not have had so much time together if he wasn't a contractor um, and if he wasn't a tradie working in the house. And I think that's one of the fun things about building contractors and tradies is that you get that close proximity in terms of them being in the same location in a way that's natural and not contrived and that's probably one of the reasons that I like um, this particular topic and have found it so hard to have a small list. (laughs) No that's a really good point because not only is there all kinds of built-in conflict but um, they're forced into each other's company for weeks and weeks and months with no reprieve. They have to work together. Either that or lose a ton of money. Yeah. Yeah. And even and, the rich ones yeah. don't want to do that. No. <laughs> yeah. And with Becky's book, I mean, Matt was just so close and she just keeps poking him and poking him and trying to get him out of his shell because she really feels like God is telling her to get to know him and it's just beautiful. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Excellent. I think I read that one a long time ago. It sounds yes. vaguely familiar. It's an old one, but a goodie. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right. So my last one is Harvest of Love by Valerie Comer. And um, what Zane um, is uh, not, he does not start out where you know that he's a contractor. Um, He's actually trying to be an activities coordinator at the local nursing home. He is hampered um, from officially becoming a contractor with licenses and stuff because of the licensing exams. He struggles to read. He is literate. Um, and has sort of skated his way through life, but he knows he won't be able to qualify for those licensing exams because he can't read well enough to take them. Um, But he's been doing all of the renovation work in his own home, um, and he's just very, very skilled at it. And so in the process of um, his romance with Kenya, the bookstore owner, um, he, he gets some help for his dyslexia, which is um, what's really causing his trouble with with literacy. 
and is able then to embark on this career, which is the one that he really wanted in the first place, um, which I kind of just, I didn't give away the whole story. There's so much more to it, but um, some twists and turns, sorry. It's an older book though. So, you know, you get what you get. Sorry. Hashtag spoiler alert. But it's, it's a fantastic book. It's part of the Arcadia Valley series, um, which was a multi-author series. And um, I just really love Zane. He's fantastic. And I think maybe some of it is because my youngest son, uh, we're realizing has dyslexia. And, and so the, the struggle there <laughs> is a little more real these days here in my world. And I'm like, I like this idea that there's a happy ending up here, possibly. If we <laughs> For sure. Because <are> <laughs> yeah. yeah. uh, there are days when I'm like, mm. um, yeah. <laughs> so um, I think that probably does us for time. So thank you, Deb, for joining us. Tell everyone or remind everyone uh, where we can find you and your books. Best place to go is debcastnerbooks.com. And you can get links to Facebook and Twitter and everything else from there, as well as my newsletter. So please sign up if you aren't already a member of the newsletter. Excellent. Perfect. Do you have a, a freebie or a thank you for newsletter people? I don't at this point. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so Let I'm me still put you on the spot. On, <laughs> sorry. Yeah. No, that's okay. okay. I'm, it's something I'm working on. But Okay. Excellent. All right. So get in there and then you're the first to get it when it's available. Yeah. See. <laughs> Oh, that was a, that was a good save. <laughs> so let us know what contractor books we missed, because um, they're out there by the hundreds, and we probably got them on our list. We just didn't get to them. But what are your favorites? Um, what do you love about the tradies? Um, are you going to call them the tradies going forward? I think I really Absolutely. feel like yep. <laughs> internationally we need to adopt this terminology and just go with it. Um, leave us a comment on our YouTube channel or on our Facebook page for story chats. If you're over on YouTube, don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell so you never miss an episode. You can find information about the podcast at inspiromance.com slash story chats. And we will look forward to seeing you again next week. In the meantime, don't forget to fall in love with a good book. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs>